take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from presidential debate, debate, to rest in, oh my god, to rest in peace, Sean Connery's slam tributes. Rest in peace. Women can sleep safely now. Indeed. <laughs> sweet, sweet bond. Uh, my name is Phil. With me is Frank. Yep. Mike. Yep. And Sam. Howdy. And we're here to talk to you about hardcore metal and shit. Afterbit.com, patreon.com, slash from the pit. Nice plugs. Who the fuck is starting us off? Is that... Is that probably when yeah. start? Yeah. Probably. That was probably like, that, maybe in a few me? months that'll happen again, but. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, word. Oh, so this one. Okay. We don't. I'm going to let the track play first. Tom, go for it. There's moments on this album that um, are reminiscent. This is this is a shotgun blast from uh, my favorites from like 2004 to 2012. This uh-huh. album covers it all. Uh, yeah, 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 it's got. I'm I'm blanking on so many fucking Fall of bad Troy, names right uh, now. Uh, Gallows, um, uh, fucking what, what's the one that ended up doing a fucking mariachi album? Oh, oh. See, uh, and, uh, be something. I, it's gonna drive me fucking nuts. And see, I was, uh, who does the one about the the street name? Uh, fuck, 
Parkway. No, the street with the, where the shooting happened, and it's very like uh, poetic. But it's, law dispute. Law dis- Like I get notes. A law dispute. I get um, <laughs> like I said, Fall of Troy. Um, brand new. Uh, Giotto's. It's everything. It's everything. It does it so fucking well. It's um. So this is We the Wild, a featuring, if I'm correct, the dr- the vocalist on this is I think the drummer from the band Gunk. Okay. <laughs> um, my boy Rex is just knocking them out of the park with these recommendations. Now the sad news is I don't think this band got the reception they deserved, and I believe they're on a hiatus. Mm. Um, are we talking? Are we talking like a permanent hiatus or a temporary I, I, one? I don't. I didn't. I didn't research and I didn't hear directly from them, so I'm just going to call it a hiatus for now. Um, I'm not going to say that they're not going to, you know, come back with some fire. But um, this album's incredible. Uh, yeah, I uh, this I um in and also it was the Bronx I was trying to think of. Yes. Uh, yes. But yeah, yeah, it's it's there's um. And there's definitely all of those things, especially with the fucking guitar licks. But like, it's still they 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 catch that like actual post hardcore deal. Like, there's real elements in there. Uh, yeah, I, I fucking I love this. Yeah, man. Um, and it's unfortunate that maybe they've decided to call it quits, you know, for now. But I think everybody should check mm-hmm. it out. I mean, like uh, taking it back to the roots, why I like doing this show is ultimately I feel like even if we never get enough people to the uh, patreon.com slash from the pit um we're always going to be creating an archive of things for people to yeah come back you know to. i've thought about that like if it just fucking if this ends tomorrow we've got 200 plus episodes where someone like us when we were younger can stumble across it and fucking find new bands or in so. 20 years we'll take a peek back. yeah i mean <clears throat> how many you've got a couple thousand Bands it's total. It's got to be something. Point, yeah. yeah. Um, so again, that was We the Wild from our off of from the cities we fled. You can get on over to We the Wild to check that out. That was released August of 2016, and they are also from Oregon. And Good shit. Hell yeah. Next up, um, Wartooth. We're gonna check out a band called Wartooth and listen to a track called Predator. Tom.
You bitch! You dirty, dirty bitch! <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like this, but I'm mad at you. <laughs> Why? How are you going to bring this in, right? Mm-hmm. On their fucking band camp, they set their default track to the fucking Slave to the Grind cover. You dirt, you motherfucker. <laughs> it felt wrong to bring a cover on. But it's Skid Row. I know. I saw. Yeah, I know. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> there's there's something interesting about me. This, uh, I, I hear it. Maybe, I don't know if you guys are familiar enough or have even heard of this band. It's okay if you haven't. Um, I'm hearing some influence in, in that track, at least, from a band in the 80s called Agent Steel. Uh, Frank, you are definitely going to want to check that band out uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I, I'm going to suggest to everyone, before you go listen, before you listen to this album, go listen to Agent Steel's Skeptic's Apocalypse album, and you will hear, I, I feel, at least on this track, where some of this influence comes from. I mean, other than the blatant Bay Area shit. Like, cause I mean, I hear like the, the Testament. And, oh uh, yeah. 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 The, the, no the, question. The, ex- the, the Testament, the Exodus, the Slayer, all that shit. I hear it all over this, but yeah, there's, there's some agent steel in here too. And I don't, I don't hear a lot of people like, like waving the, the agent steel flag anymore. And that's kind of sad. Right on. Okay. Work. Work. I, I'm actually not familiar. I will have to. Uh, I will have they, to dig into that too. Um, I think. I think their their biggest problem was that they tried to they tried to ride the line between um, like Metallica and Judas Priest, but mm. like they weren't they weren't aggressive enough for uh, Metallica fans, and they were too aggressive for like early Judas Priest fans. So, you know, they I kinda, got you. This, I mean, this this was like before uh, because I can hear like out. I can hear that in this too, um, which I think is yeah. what I was really fucking digging about it. Yeah, and that yeah. Uh, I know that was going to get fucking heavy right there at that last, but <laughs> that you just cut it like a piece of goddamn dog shit. <laughs> so um, everybody else, right. that, it's not like it's not like you can't go buy the rest of this. Come on, you can if you want to go hear the rest of that track. Get on over to Wartooth it's a great name. And uh, that's the album Program Dichotomy that was released April of this year. And they are from Australia. I dig it. Me too. Yeah, you can get the you can get the you can get the digital of this for like less than nine dollars US. That ain't bad at all. No. Oh, they, and you know what, Frank? They even have a fucking trucker cap. <laughs> and also uh they also have a koozie. I don't wear hats. <laughs> don't wear hats i've started wearing hats Hmm? i've started wearing hats the last few years and like i love it i wish i'd done it sooner (laughs) (laughs) the life the the life changing what is this show what the fuck is this fucking podcast we we talk about headwear now (laughs) sweet Sweet. dude it's just um, it's it's just a bunch of bullshit uh, okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sam i think that's you it is it's my turn and uh, i think i think i can make you guys feel better just a little bit uh so tom why don't you just go ahead and play this for me
like that. It's so fucking thick. I feel like I'm covered in molasses. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's the idea. I mean, um, if you could, if you could convert molasses to audio, I feel like this would be yeah, close to it. Yeah, it's got that like thick drip to it. <laughs> the uh, also like the I feel like the the very like first section of that was giving me slight vibes of a uh, like Soul Side Journey era Dark Throne. Yeah, which in hindsight, um, I stopped caring about Dark Throne for the most part. But I did go back. <laughs> I I did no, but I did go back a, a few months ago, and I re-listened to Soul Side Journey, and it is uh it 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 aged better than I thought it would have. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, uh, this I, I told you guys last week. You're going to be hearing a lot of stuff coming from me that's going to be signed to Cruciator Productions, and this is a continuation of that. Never, never call me a liar. You can't call me a liar. Uh, this is actually a band. They came to my attention about a year ago with an EP. Oh God, what was it called? Uh, fuck. Oh, Bre- so this band, uh, Shesmu, by the way, out of Montreal, Quebec in Canada, in case you don't know, uh, they came to my attention about a year ago with an EP called Breaching the Tomb, which I thought was kind of interesting, but, uh, I, I think, I, I don't, I don't think it gelled entirely for me. I remember thinking that on that P there were a lot of really interesting ideas. I just don't think it, I just don't think it all congealed in the way that I'd hoped. This album, uh, by the way, that that came out in 2018. This album just came out this year. This, to me, is like the culmination of the effort put forth in that EP. This is like, to me, this is where it all comes together. It all fits. It all works this time. And I really, really hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. I don't speak Quebecois. Uh, I believe the album's called A Travers Les Lambeaux. Uh, Again, to anybody... Yeah, uh, I think I think that's it. Uh, a travers les Lambeaux. but yeah, man, this uh, this fuck like it's it's like Phil said, it's just such a mass, just a thick, uh, almost it's just gooey. a thick, almost it's a thick, gooey, gelatinous mass of riffs. <laughs> you know, obviously they got they got the little they got the little incantation feel in there. There's a little more than that. I feel like it's honestly, I like this more than the last. <laughs> many incantation uh but yeah uh i mean there's there's been some good shit coming out of canada lately and this is no exception uh i would highly suggest everybody go check this out this track was called ode ahathor by the way this band much like like nile are super into like egyptian mythology uh so if that's if that's your bag i would suggest you go check this out uh head over to cruciator again i'll spell it again in case you missed it last week k-r-u-c-y-a-t-o-r dot bandcamp.com and go peep this album um actually i believe you can uh actually yeah this is really fucking cool so you can buy i think the the album is actually name your price i paid like i think i paid like five bucks for it but yeah you have no excuse this is a really solid and what is probably going to be a mostly unnoticed release uh, come the end of the year, uh, best of list time. So let's let's see if we can fix that. Go head over to Cruciator and go buy this album. It's really fucking cool. Right, that's on. it for me. Yeah, I just got a casual but single today. Before we and look, 
yeah, and look forward to more Cruciator shit in the next few weeks. Before you do that, Mike, you just took a sip of that, and there's something about this that has me very curious. Tell me if that tastes any different. It might, like, as I'm saying, this is fucking, like, do you remember those uh, energy drinks, Rippets? Yeah. This is that sweet. I think it's the same. Okay. I'm just curious because they're all different colors. I was curious too. It's fucking with Dude, my head. Uh, my friend, a friend of mine bought some like, he was like, <clears throat> he he was just like ecstatic a few weeks ago because he found some bang energy variant that he said he claims tastes exactly like uh, tropical Skittles. Uh, bang. Oh, uh, the newer one. Yeah. yeah. Paint, uh, balls is still big in the paintball community. It's so weird. There's That's still out there. Anyway, let's Dude, get back to the music. <laughs> is uh, ball, balls is still around? Yeah, oh, kind shit. of. Yeah, that shit was popular with all like the fucking gamers I used to know. Yes. Yeah. So, going on to me, and my bringings. Tom, play that fucking track. Shit. I was about to say, you know, it, I can't go too long without bringing in the crusty goodness. Like a good, like seventy percent of the heavy I've been listening to the last like two months has been grindy, crusty stuff. It's so good. A lot of crusty stuff. Just <sighs> this is a uh, this is coming out of Germany. Um, this is that was the track Staub from Kratzer, <laughs> and uh, going to attempt that album name at this point, which is Owls Liked in Sherbin. Okay. Um, this came out like three or four days ago. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> only on that new new. Only slight downside is everything's German, so I don't know <laughs> what they're saying. <laughs> but God, the music is so good. 
Yeah. Like, and it's just with the screen, it's so angry. Yeah. I, to me, it sounded like early it dies today's vocalist doing crust. Hmm. Yeah. That's what I heard. <laughs> Fair. Um, if you want to get a hold of that, go to seven degrees records dot bandcamp dot com. Very nice. And we're going to, uh, I got another one for you. Going to change the pace a lot with this, this one. Is two Frank Bringins. This is two Frank Bringins. Oh, That's shit. right. Ooh. One short of a menage a trois, my man. <laughs> Tom, why don't you play that? fucking cool that is what is that is the definition of tasty yeah uh, every time i felt like it needed to get jazzed up a little bit it did exactly what i think <laughs> i wanted it to do yeah it's uh they're doing that like new wave of british heavy metal but they're like is that like considered like minimalist it's like not overproduced it's like the distortions like kind of toned back a little bit it is it is very stripped down mm-hmm. uh it's it's a little less overdriven than I'm used to. It's true, but it, but like, it works. Yeah. They're also not like even when they have a good melody, they're not necessarily like just playing the same riff over again. They're right. they're changing it up constantly, yeah. so it it keeps it interesting. You know, it's funny, man. I've been I've been seeing this pop up in different places around like I, I don't know, just random shit on the internet uh, recently, and it's been like. I keep seeing it, and I'm like, I'm real curious about that. Uh, it's funny that you just brought it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should mention that's uh, that it's Hysteria uh, with the track Night Closing In off the album of the same name, which came out of the end of, end of October last year. Nice. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that feels like it was a halloween album. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the uh, fucking cover. Yeah, I know. Jesus. 80s throwback. Sweet. Oh. Uh, yeah, I want that on a shirt. Wait, do they have a shirt? <laughs> God damn it! I don't know. I think I think pretty much all I listened to on Halloween Day was just Deeds of Flesh. I think that was about it. Well, if you want to get a hold of that, go to hysteriaheavymetal.bandcamp.com. Nice. There we go. Alrighty, I just got I just got one for you this week. Ooh, casual single. But I think it's a good one, Tom. Oh, my God. 
Mm. Yeah, I had to uh, had to take my shirt off because all this heaviness is getting me hot and bothered. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so I don't know. Like I I, I revisited Totalitar not too long ago, and ever since I've kind of been uh, wanting to find more of like the almost deathier crust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that really thick fucking uh, low tune shit for crust at least. Um, yeah. Um- Actually, I'm curious, Phil. Did you ever did you ever buy that Anna album that I brought in a while ago, uh, Crimson Dawn? Because if that's what you're looking for, man, like you need to go peep that. I need to go revisit that. That is it's, a good point. It it has been like ten months, and it's still on my top ten of the year list. So that should tell you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot me a fucking link in the group chat so I remember that shit. Um, yeah. But I just happened to fucking stumble across these guys. I don't even remember like how. Um, this is a band from Germany called Manover. Hmm. Uh, and good, that was the good name. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a good strong name. It is. Uh, and that was their track death driven off of their album. I don't know if it's Dodd or DOD. I have no fucking clue. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I love the, um, I couldn't quite tell if that was, uh, a 5150 guitar with some crazy pedal or if it was just a bass um, <laughs> um if i had if i had to guess 5150 with an hm2 over it i just i i've grown to know that sound yeah so, like, it sounded real low much, was it just low tuning i mean i loved it it was like maybe hypnotic it was I, deep bassy. i would be will i would be willing to bet it was through a 5150 okay so. huh. I like it. I mean, I loved that noise element to it more than I think anything else. Loved it. Kind of gave it that, that finishing touch. What I've actually, what surprised me was the fact that I think my favorite aspects of this were the drum production and the way the vocals sat in the mix. Yeah, yes. the, the, yeah how rough the vocals were, but I, I, I swear there's a light there's distortion on them. I had to, <clears throat> I had to leave... I had to let it run that long because you needed that fucking breakdown with the fucking yeah. with the drum fill leading back into the main riff because it's so fucking sweet. It's ridiculous. I like to see I like to see that too before we end it out because at first like I was I was assuming this was more of just like a trance like sort of a thing where it mm. hits in that punk rhythm and hits until the track's over. But no, there's more dynamics than that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if you want to check out more of that, head over to manovercrust.bandcamp.com. Very nice. And that will bring us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say the only segment. Well, that's just fucking not true. I know it's not, but I've been saying it for months now. <laughs> so we're going to stick with it. Okay, Phil? <laughs> it's the okay? first. Oh boy, and I brought a brought a dealy in this time. Tom. And they 
Why they gotta show off like that? Man, uh, this shit, every time I listen to it, still feels fresh. Uh, it's so fucking... They, 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 they write from such a sincere, real-life view that it still fucks with me. <laughs> like... I, I mean, well, I get... We did the interview. Um, if anybody wants to go back, check that out. We, you know, we get into a conversation with them about that. Um, but I think a lot of that comes from their approach. You know, I mean, like um, he writes his vocals like kind of like stream conscious, right? Yeah. So it's like very real stuff that he's he's pulling from. I should uh, I should let everyone know that was the track "My Five Year Plan" by Keonashi off of their release. Why did you do it? Yeah, I mean, there's just there's moments and there's 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 like little vocal stabs in there that are just so honest, yeah, and relatable. Um, I, I don't know. It's for me. It's like I've never, I've never really known entirely where I've stood with Kayonashi's music because like I've seen them live; they're fantastic. I would actually see them again. I don't actually like their music. No, I, 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 I wouldn't expect like, you to. It's definitely it's, like... It's not... It is not my thing. It does not jive with me. But I will say they have... Like, I think their lyricism is still incredible. Like, their lyricism is fan-fucking-tastic. It's like, I, I remember looking... When we first... Oh, when Kaonashi first got brought into the show, like, before we even did the interview, I remember looking through all the lyrics to the, a bunch of their stuff... And just being like, God fucking damn, I wish I could write shit like this, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, between that and the way that, like, the, the vocal rhythms and the way that it fucking plays off of uh, the, the composition of the track that makes it hit that much fucking harder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
God damn it. I love that they can do... And it's funny, like, this is probably, out of the entire fucking release, this is probably the track that has, like, the longest section of what you might consider, like, straight hardcore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But they so regularly throw in, like, really bright, vibrant, like, colorful, uh, tonally sections, but the lyrics get darker. Yes. Also, uh... (laughs) There's also great clean vocals yes. throughout the album. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot going on. Yeah, here. I, I brought him like one of the like yeah we the, we got almost none of that on this uh, on this particular track. It's so hard to capture them uh, in a single fucking clip. Um, but goddamn it, yeah, there, the, the, this is mm-hmm. still a fucking fantastic release. Uh, I needed a beer to go with this. Yeah. And um, something uh, something diverse, yes, but, and, uh, but also kind of nostalgic. Also that, yeah. Uh, my so initially, I was thinking it needed to be a a brighter flavor um, than what I might go for with a lot of other genres. Uh, so I was leaning at first towards you know something in the IPA realm. Um, and then, of course, I, I, Jesus, I think they've been like three of my last four fucking Brutal Brews beer bring-ins. But uh, fucking Bolero Snort, once again, I see this. Uh, this weird fucking four-pack with four different colored cans, which I'm still not totally convinced aren't flavored differently. Because <laughs> this is very lemony. I mean, uh, orange was a little sweeter. Yeah. But I only had one sip. So. I guess I'll really know when I get to the purple can. Yeah. Uh, but it is Bolero Snort's Candy Kettle Sour Ale, uh, which kind of made my head explode in just a what the fuck even is that? Yeah. Oh, the the candy profile is there. It Yes. it's uh, It's got the, the, the like... Almost like a fucking everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. Like that really sweetness, but then with the fucking punch of a warhead. Yeah. Yep. It's so, bizarre. It's like a Pez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is definitely like a hard candy. Yes. And a sour. <clears throat> it is. It definitely falls into the category of like, I will have one See, at a time, and yeah. I'm not going to I'm not gonna pound the whole four pack of these. No. I, I don't know if you're just going for like the flavor profile to sound profile, but I I feel like there's hidden brilliance in this bring-in because, I mean, Kaunashi reminds me of my youth. They're younger. They're just hitting on some high school vibes. Mm-hmm. And this is – we're right out of Halloween. This is the candy dish beer. Like, it tastes like candy. It's I used to trick or – like, it's all yes. – all you can interpret it from a lot of different angles. I know. I wish I had gotten it, like – this wouldn't be the Halloween bring-in, but maybe the week before would have been fucking perfect. But – Ah, well, it's fuck it. It's still the day after Halloween weekend, um, but no, I agree. Uh, and it's kind of—I mean, it kind of fell into my lap because <laughs> this was not my game plan. I had no fucking clue this existed, um, and it's still kind of a shocker to me. I guess in the same way that, like, I you know, didn't expect anything like Kaunashi, especially out of the Philly hardcore scene. Not—I yeah. mean, it's a brilliant vibrant scene with a lot of creative people but this is so out of left field while still falling into like just into the umbrella enough for them to fit 
And like, in my opinion, being wildly successful for them being a younger band, like they're playing difficult music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I got to give you a heads up. If you do even happen to find this fucking thing, uh, this is not a cheap four pack. None of their, none of theirs are. No, but this one is uh, for a four pack of 16 ounce cans is, is uh Eighteen dollar for yep. back. Woo. Most of their yeah. uh, they have a lot of like they have a lot of like milkshake IPAs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, every time I'm spending like eighteen bucks on a four pack. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I just yeah. finished my last upside down OVB from that fucking brutal bruise that we did like three months ago. Because <laughs> I drink these very slowly. Hey, I mean, to their credit, it it manages to taste like candy and not be ultra sweet. So that's really cool. Mm. Yeah. So. uh do yourself a favor, grab a copy of Kaonashi's Why Did You Do It? Uh, if you can find it, man, even if you don't think this sounds like something you'd want to drink, like if it sounds way fucking out there, do it anyway. I kind of love uh, it. I a, think it's great. <laughs> yeah, me too. Even if it's just as a fucking one-off because you're curious and shit, this might legitimately be four different flavored beers in a single fucking four-pack. Maybe that's why it's so pricey too. Yeah, it's a weird novelty, but pick up Bolero Snort Breweries. Uh, oh, and it's a collaboration with Imprint Beer Company. I should mention that. Uh, Candy Kettle Sour Ale. Mm. What is it called? Rhinebro? Oh yeah, I didn't even yeah I didn't even pay attention to that shit in the background. Well, there you go. Word. So I was just swift, switching some tracks around, so we ended on something, uh, ended on a house favorite. But uh, yeah, we got a couple things to talk about. First up, we're gonna listen to a little track from Escarion, Tom. <laughs>
that started going in a direction I didn't think it was going to go. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that at the end there. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. So this is um second track off of an upcoming album, Pillars of the Faith. This is keeping in the themes of the Seven Deadly Sins. Um, yeah, this was released a little bit longer ago than I thought, August of this year, mm-hmm. August twenty eighth. Um, yeah, we're terrible at our emails. Anybody that sends <laughs> us them, but uh, we oh, get yeah. there. Well, where do we uh, where do we find that? You can f- you can fucking find that at iscarion.bandcamp.com. That is E S C A R I O N. Next up, from the band Wake, we have brought them on before. They have released a little three track confl- uh, called Confluence. We're going to listen to a little bit of Beyond the Empyrean. That's almost like an aggressive take on shoegaze. Yeah, I, that, yeah. Towards the very end, that's kind of exactly where it was headed for me. <laughs> um, this is their second release this year. Uh, their previous release was like a full length, um, mm-hmm. where they definitely dive deeper into more complex writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentally categorize them as like a black and chaotic band, like deathy. Um, this felt a little bit more focused towards just kind of like a dour blackened effort yeah it's still really good um great way to end the year uh so if anybody out there's a fan of the band wake or enjoyed what they just heard you can get on over to wakegrind.bandcamp.com to check the whole thing out and check out their other release this year this one was released october 20th of this year and last up Friends of the show, previous bring-in, 
in human nature have released a single and we're gonna peep that master of souls fucking riff at the beginning is like a straight up like the fucking heavyweights are here I, I know, fucking right? games are over <laughs> you know you know <clears throat> it's good to hear that there are bands taking thrash and crossover seriously again mm-hmm. because for a long time a lot of them weren't and it was a sad 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 time this is but man no this this ain't this ain't that this ain't that man can't be can't be bringing this fire at the end of the show god damn it plus man there's that void that that void that riley left so i'm glad to see that thrash (laughs) we still got some some guys out there oh yeah i mean you know it's uh it's uh i mean i mean shit sadistic ritual dropped one of the best fucking albums of the of like the past five years, like the best thrash albums of the past five years last year, and practically nobody talked about it. So yeah. I mean yeah. the the you know as big of a loss as that is, uh, what is nice is that you know they kind of led the charge in the re- the in revitalizing this, mm-hmm. and uh, the 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 bands left in their wake are clearly carrying the fucking tradition uh, heavily. 
I think we've got a lot more of this to come. So, get on over to inhumannature.bandcamp.com to check that out. We should uh, we should probably mention, in fairness, that that is a split with Road Mutant. Yes. A band that I am not familiar with, but we may just have to bring in next week, depending on... I mean, Inhuman Nature did a fucking split, split with them, yeah, so no. I'm assuming it's good. Yeah, no, I agree. That'll do it for this week, boys. All right. So, before I wrap things up here, let me remind you that you can head over to fthepit.com for all of your From the Pit needs. You know, the whole fucking deal that I go through literally fucking every week. Uh, Patreon.com slash From the Pit. $5 a month gets you four bonus episodes. And some things have been moved around, according to Tom. I don't even know if that's true because I looked at our fucking Patreon. Uh, you trust that fuck? Because the the end of the day, I don't really care, but I do care because the money would help us to do more. So please go fucking give money to that. We are doing something for you. Just don't go to the fucking $20 tier if that still exists. That's silly and you're not getting anything for it. So uh, if you have done it, we appreciate you. But yes, yes, please, please don't give us more money. <laughs> yeah, don't. That would be awful. That would be, awful. That would be terrible. Not, not until, none of us, none not, of us would like it. Not until we're fucking, <laughs> not until we're doing something that's deserving of that. Fair enough. Yeah. Unless you I'm really just, just want to give us money, look, but how? I mean, look, you could look at it another way, in that like, oh, five people suddenly gave us twenty dollars a month. Like, oh, now we're motivated. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, but Come I'm on, gonna man. see if it's just one person who gave us twenty dollars a month, and I'm gonna be like, that fan makes too much money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, hire me. Uh, too much, too much disposable <laughs> income. <laughs> no, I'm fucking around. Um, Give what you want, but seriously, five bucks is fine. Uh, what else? I don't know. Leave fucking five stars all over the fucking place. I don't care. Leave five stars on fucking Facebook. I don't think you can even do that there. Just find just fucking <laughs> star comment stickers. Five stars. Just comment yeah. five stars. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking comment five. Just go all over the fucking internet. Go on WebMD and go into comment sections. Go into Quora and fucking... You know, answer questions from the pit. Five stars. Uh, <laughs> ten out of ten would listen like, again. Excuse me, sir. This is this is a subway review page from the pit. Five stars. Yes. 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 Exactly. That's how we want to grow. That's what the fuck is up. Yeah. Do that. Get a bunch of people who have no desire to listen to our shit just to see our fucking name. Uh, I'm download. always, always telling every like tell all your friends who don't even like metal to go listen to our shit. Yeah, they might actually find something they like. Maybe, uh, maybe. Fuck it. Uh, download shit. You know, just fucking download it. I don't need to go through that whole spiel this week. That's it. I'm done. That's it. And, and with that, it seems that we've arrived at our de- uh, destination. It's now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>